Welcome everyone to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast, episode 65. And uh, today is the first anniversary episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast. Hooray! I've uh, done this for one year. Um, I'll uh, Toward the end of the episode, I'll, I'll get into the whole... Uh, don't, the nitty gritty when it comes to like how far we've come and so on and so forth. But uh, once, just a, a quick thank you to everyone that's uh, listened so far. Um, and uh, without further ado, let's uh, dive right in. Um, first off, we only have one signing to talk about. Um, that uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins have re-signed defenseman John Marino to a six-year deal. Uh, 26.4 million uh, to contract and AAV is 4.4 mil. Um, pretty solid signing for them. Um, just just the fact, I mean, even though it has nothing to do with the signing, but just the fact that they got got rid of uh, Jack Johnson's contract, or, or at least got ri- just got rid of him, uh, or he you know was a plus for that decor. But you know they got a guy in John Marino that's a pretty solid uh, D man to do what he needs to do. And, um, hey, they, they might have something on their hands there. Um, well, clearly they think so, because, uh, they signed him for six years, so congrats to him. Um, and we don't have anything for injuries, uh, or at least anyone that has injuries, except for, uh, updates on when people may be returning, uh, which is in the news section. But before we go into there, um, Trevor Zegras of Anaheim Ducks, uh, is currently up to 15 points uh, in the uh, World Junior Championships. Um, he's currently now tied with Mike Badano for third of all, third in all time in a single tournament scoring for the United States. And he's one point shy of tying Jeremy Roenick's uh, record uh, for second in U.S. career points at the World Juniors. So congrats to him for uh, going on the stat sheets there. Um, hopefully he can climb, you know, higher and higher, uh, as of recording. I want to say, um, the, uh, United States World Junior Team will be facing off against Finland to, uh, see who goes to the gold medal game, and, uh, whoever loses that will go to the bronze medal game, and hopefully, uh, USA goes for gold, so, um, looking for that. Um, but talking about, uh, people who are currently injured and looking to return, uh, Brad Marshan, uh, the Boston Bruins, is currently practicing uh, with a non-contact jersey on. So uh, after uh, having his surgery that he had, um, I want to say for a, a hernia, I want to say is what he had. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's he's back on the ice. I, I don't think that he'll be, well, he definitely won't be probably uh, ready for the start of the season, but he'll probably be. Uh, playing by either the end of this month or the beginning of February. So, um, I, at least I'd think so, but uh, I don't know how, how far along he'll come from that. And then um, David Pasternak, uh, apparently he should be returning at least to the ice, probably in the same same uh, aspect of red contact jersey and so on and so forth. And within about like a couple weeks, um which expect him to probably make a return around the end of, I'd say probably the end of February, early March, but we'll see about that. Um, but yeah, look out for that. And in other news, Toronto Maple Leafs news, 
apparently, according to Chris, Chris Johnson of Sportsnet, um, Joe Thornton will be playing left wing alongside Matthews and Marner. Uh, I know. It's a very uh, bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see how this one plays out for him. And uh, apparently, uh, Sheldon Keefe's lines for the Maple Leafs, at least to start camp, will be uh, Thornton, Matthews, and Marner. And then uh, VC, Tavares, and Nylander, or Tavares, as people will call him, um, since he's in Toronto now instead of Tavares, but whatever. Um, Mikheyev, Kerfoot, and Hyman, even though Hyman should definitely be higher in the lineup, but whatever. And then Simmons, Spezza, and Barbanov would be your forwards. They don't really have anything. They didn't really specify the decor, which is the one, the one part of the damn franchise that has the issue, really. The scoring isn't really the issue, honestly. It's the defense. Which I have a little, I, you know, very, um, what's the word? Um, bold or, you know, what I mean, there, there's a word for it. It's, it's off the tip of my tongue. It's just on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it, but I'm not going to waste some more time thinking about it. The fact I have some blind positivity of their decor doing well. We'll see how it goes. But I would foresee that it's better than it has been. Which last year, I mean, it still wasn't too bad, but I would have also liked to see how it would have been, you know, with the rest of the season playing out like normal. But obviously it didn't happen, and uh, it is what it is. And Tyson Berry, you know, left elsewhere. But um, but yeah, apparently that's the, the least the forward group for now, but obviously it's the start of camp. Things can change. But also, we are nine... As of recording, nine days away from the start of the NHL season. Can you believe that? Nine days away. And it was like about like two, two and a half weeks where we're even pondering, hey, when is hockey even coming back at all? When is it coming back? I don't know. But, um, but yeah, um, we have ourselves uh, nine days to wait until the NHL season starts, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, in other news, uh, Matt Barzal is being a holdout in uh, the uh, in Long Island. Um, he's he's still in Long Island, uh, but he you know hasn't gotten a, a deal yet. Uh, don't know it's holding up, but I mean it could be term, could be I don't I don't really think it'd be money for the most part. I want to say it's probably just term, but because um, probably very. Um, Probably Lou Lamarillo wants a longer deal and he wants a shorter one so then he can cash in, you know, for more money later. But we'll see how it plays out. I hope he doesn't start, it doesn't go into the, the season, especially how short the season is. There's no need for this. All right, let's, let's, let's get it going. All right, let's get it going. And in other news, uh, Tra Travis Hamnick, I totally forgot, was a free agent. <laughs> uh, I forgot that he was even uh, on the table, but apparently he's uh, with the Canucks uh, under a professional tryout. 
So uh, expect him to get signed soon, probably. And uh, with that, uh, we still have the uh, what's remaining of the professional tryouts. Uh, we have Craig Anderson of the Washington Capitals, Francois Broussard for the Ottawa Senators, uh, Kevin Connaughton and Scott Darling for the, temp- uh, for the Florida Panthers, uh, Michael Delzato for the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, Frederick Goche for the Arizona Coyotes, as I mentioned, Travis Havnick with the Vancouver Canucks, uh, Mike Hoffman of the St. Louis Blues, uh, Cole Keller of the Winnipeg Jets, Trevor Lewis of the Winnipeg Jets, uh, Zane McIntyre of the Arizona Coyotes, uh, Christopher Naives for the Tampa Bay Lightning, Jordan Schmaltz of the Arizona Coyotes, Riley Sheehan of the Buffalo Sabres, Devin Shore of the Edmonton Oilers, Garrett Sparks of the Calgary Flames, and last but not least, Yannick Weber of the National Predators. Uh, which I would imagine, right after I record this episode and put it up for distribution, it will they'll all either get signed or um, there will be some other kind of signing, especially Matt Barzal. He probably could sign right as I'm recording, but because, you know, internet spotty out where I'm at, I'm not going to get notified it until, uh, until after the fact. So, um, if you have, like, a little, if there's, like, an editor's note that pops up in the middle of the episode, that's why. Um, so just giving you a heads up with that. Uh, and then trans going over segueing to the auto centers. Um, they, this off season have made some pretty good moves to say the least. Cause the past couple years, they've made absolute garbage moves. At least when you think about where they were in 2017 and then after that, losing out on Carl, well, they didn't lose out on Carlson because they traded his ass to freaking San Jose, which since and, and then Mike Hoffman left, and then uh, also uh, Mark Stone left. The big three, so to speak, uh, left, and uh, with that, left the bare bones team basically um, having a fire sale on everyone, and then. Uh, Getting those uh, draft picks. Which, on the bright side, they got a guy like Brady Kachuk. They, uh, I want to say they've had uh, Shabbat in their uh, system for a little bit, but they've got some other guys coming up that are uh, pretty promising young, uh, young guys, especially Tim fucking Stutzel. Good Jesus. He's, uh, he is, uh, as they say, a rocket to watch um, out there Um, and uh, yeah he's supposed to be uh, coming to camp uh, soon I know apparently he touched down in Ottawa I want to say either today or yesterday Uh, even so as far um, as someone was saying that they're gonna even need a like a police escort because there's so many people that are so excited for him to be uh, part of the organization so, um, watch for him to just absolutely go berserk. Um, but also knowing how, at least as of late, uh, the auto centers, um, treat their star players once they get to a, a certain primeness of their career, uh, it goes squandered. They, uh, squander the opportunity to do anything with it. So, uh, hopefully it'll change for them, but, uh, 
I mean, history shows that that doesn't do well, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but speaking of that, uh, Eric Branson has been told uh, by management, along with the other players, apparently, that the last few years have been unacceptable, and uh, which I agree with Brent Wallace of TSN, where he says uh, he's absolutely right, but it's not on the players, that that's for sure. Uh, the Ottawa, Ottawa Senators have used a league-high 80 players over the past three years in their organization. 80 players have come through that organization. Whether it be call-ups, whether it be trades, whether it be signings, 80 players. That's a lot. That's like... That's like almost... A amount, the amount of players that you'd go through within, and and this is with out of the senators, not like like AHL and low. No, this is like eighty players have come dressed and played for the Ottawa Senators NHL team in the past three years, and that I'd say is typical of a team to go through that many players. I'd say maybe. I mean, depending on how the team is, I mean, probably it's got to be like at least eight, at least eight years it would take to go through that many. Maybe on the low end, okay, maybe six, maybe six years, if that, but three, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, but yeah, but with that said, apparently Brady Kachuk has high hopes that uh, they'll be making the playoffs, and I won't. I wouldn't say I have high hopes they make the playoffs. I didn't pick them to make the playoffs. Nobody is picking them to make the playoffs. But that's also kind of the time when they do that. Like 2017, as we all, you know, infamously love to come back to with the Auto Senators. The uh, they weren't picked to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think they were even picked to make it to the second round, let alone... Oh, I... Maybe... I want to say they were at least picked to, like, barely scratch into the playoffs, and then that's that, but... Um, to make it to where they were Game 7, one goal away from the Stanley Cup for the first time since 2007... I mean... I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and say the Auto Center is gonna do that, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they were to go, and I mean, I'm just saying, depending on where they are as a franchise right now, and depending on what kind of draft picks they have left, would it be smart? For them, if they, oh, if they think, if they honestly think that they are at the point to where they can go from now on, for at least a little bit, to anything that they want to do for the franchise in the near future to better themselves, it's either already in their system or acquirable via trade or via free agency unless those three things come across Pierre Dorian's mind 
I would not even try to have this team do the playoffs this year. And then you can get in the draft lottery and you can get another guy. I wouldn't say like a Tim Stutzel but, or Brady Kachuk, but a first rounder that you could have to bolster whatever you need. But as I said, if they have it in the system, if it's acquirable by trade, is it acquirable by free agency? By all means, make the playoffs. Make your make your give something for your fans to be you know proud of, or at least try to like if if anything, if you put out the effort and you barely miss it. I'm I guarantee you your fans won't be disappointed because it at least will show what you are about to do and what you are potentially able to do in the coming uh, years ahead. Because Brady Kachuk's only going to get better. He's only going to get better. Tom Shabbat is going to get better. Tim Stutzel, once again. I mean, by God, he might be, he might be your, your, your guy. Uh, at least for Fords, might be your your next uh, your next guy, uh, your star, so to speak. But um, but yeah, I mean, the future does look bright for the Senators. As as bright, oh, our our deck that it's as bright as it can be right now under the circumstances that uh, Eugene Melnick put this team under. Over the past couple of years. I'll say that. But. We. You know. Have yet to see. Uh, what's to come of it. But. I digress. And lastly. Well two. Actually two more things. Uh, about the Senators. The. As I said. Two episodes ago. It was like two or three episodes ago. Well let's talk about captaincies. I picked for my pick for the Ottawa Senators' new captain to be Thomas Shabbat. Uh, although I wouldn't, which also when I was thinking that I was, um, I would say I wouldn't be surprised if Brady Kachuk was a candidate, but I would figure that Thomas Shabbat probably would be um, that guy. Also, because defensemen tend to last longer in the league than uh, forwards do, but we'll see uh, about that. But First off, to Parter, the Senators have announced that Thomas Shabbat, Brady Kachuk, and Eric Gabranson, of all people. I, I say of all people for Eric Gabranson because uh, Thomas Shabbat and Brady Kachuk, it I mean they're your guys. You're gonna want to have them as a, a sit. Uh, not who who almost caught. I caught myself. All right, I caught myself. Even though I've been on a rant for the past couple episodes about this alternates. They will serve as alternates this season. And I love how, and this is an actual official press release from the Ottawa Senators, and they said alternates. Which I'm getting, I'm getting this notion now with the whole is it assistant, is it alternate debate, even though it's alternate. I get, I'm starting to see the similarity with is it jersey or sweater. Because Canadians say sweater. But Americans say Jersey, which it seems to be that 
Canadians say alternate, and then Americans say assistant. Which, because even like American new uh, sports outlets, especially like recently with the whole Blues and Tarasenko and uh, Ryan O'Reilly stuff, they said assistant. Fox Sports Midwest said assistant. They didn't say alternate. They said assistant. So I so with with that whole debate, before I reel it back in, um, I I mean, I guess it's the Canadians will say alternate, and Americans, as dumb as we are sometimes, <laughs> um, will say assistant. I'm gonna say alternate because it's it's goddamn alternate. But if EA, EA Sports of all people, as I've mentioned, as freaking. An awful company as they are, they they put alternate as the option in the, the NHL games. It says set your captains and alternates. It doesn't say captains and assistants, captains and alternates. Which, with that said, reeling it back into the whole the whole thing. Reason why I mentioned. The alternates for the Senators is because apparently per Brent Wallace of TSN, DJ Smith, the captain, oh, not the captain, the coach, head coach of the Ottawa Senators has said that they're going to be using this year to make a decision on who to make captain the following season for the 2021-2022 season, uh, which that debate will be between Thomas Shabbat and Brady Kachuk. Although, I wouldn't come out and say that unless you want to make, you know, I, I feel like the captaincy is that thing to where you don't want to just put that out there and be like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to think of who is going to be the leader of this team. So it's going to be between you and you. Now go and prove me otherwise. I would rather see them go and just not even say a word about it just say hey here's your three alternates there we go we're not we're not putting a captain out this year end of story and then they can go throughout the season and naturally just have that like see who steps up who's that guy that's who's that voice that gets the boys going but um but yeah, that's that. And lastly, before we go to break, and after the break, I will warn you, it's only one topic. Well, that and my, my appreciation for everyone um, that's listened to this pod so far. Um, the main event is um, something I've been... Ta- spouting my mouth off for a while about even like on uh most notably on my youtube channel um so it's a little bit of a rant so i'm gonna be very energetic about it very animated about it um just prepare you for it but lastly on the topic of captains we have another guy well no he's the only guy uh that was picked uh, the free uh, the uh, captaincy free um, vacancies as of late 
Um, and I fucking called it. I fucking called it. Uh, Captain Jared Spurgeon of the Minnesota Wild. He's he's your new captain for the Minnesota Wild, Jared Spurgeon. Which I figured, because he's their their guy, also a defenseman. Interesting enough. Um, but yeah, congrats to Jared Spurgeon for being the new captain of the Minnesota Wild. Um, as Mika Koivu, um, basically, you know, well, Minnesota basically told him to, to fuck off and uh, eat rocks and uh, didn't sign him. So then he signed in Columbus. Um, so then ended his tenure as the um, captain for them. Who he's who's he's been the captain since '09. I want to say it was 2009 was when Miku Koivu became the captain of the the Wild. So um, new. Turning a new guard for the Minnesota Wild, and hopefully they can uh, do something with it. But uh, but yeah, that's that, and that's the end of this part of the episode. And uh, when we get back from the break, as I mentioned, the rant will begin. All right, folks, we're back, and for your main event of the evening, I give you a rant, but also a timeline. First off. Since it's also quite a mystery, if you didn't read the, uh, the details of the episode, the show notes, as to what I'm talking about here. November 6th, 2019. Before this podcast was even a thought on my memories, my memory bank. I titled a podcast, on that podcast, a YouTube episode called let's have a talk about regional sports networks and as i said that you're like oh this shit again huh hang on hang on there i also once again circle back on this exact same thing january 15th 2020 on the seventh episode of this very show uh yeah and here I am, January 4th, 2021, talking about why in the fuck are we having this issue with regional sports networks like Fox Sports Midwest or any of the Fox Sports channels, so to speak, because the big, the big one. Uh, if NBC is having this issue with anyone that has an NBC affiliate for your team, by all means, mention that as well. But the, I'm I'm harking on harping on Fox Sports itself, the regional networks for them being Fox Sports Midwest for St. Louis, uh, Fox Sports Indiana, Fox Sports North. You get the whole you get the whole thing. You get the whole picture here. So apparently. As we've been talking about how we're so excited for the start of the NHL season, for those that have, like myself with the Blues, and the Stars have a Fox Sports affiliate, or freaking Minnesota has one, Nashville has one, a lot of the teams have one. I want to say majority of the NHL teams in America, they have a Fox Sports affiliate. 
So this affects a lot of people. So per their website, going here, so I can actually take off these notes and go off this the actual website here. First off, from the horse's mouth themselves, the contractual agreements with... Okay, so actually, before we go back, before we go in there, so those past two times I was talking about this, especially back in November of 2019, when I was mentioning, hey, why in the hell is this a, a damn problem? Why, why aren't we... Why are having pe- why are people having blackouts with their content um, basing off of what um, cable company they have? So the big the big thing was Dish. So Dish Network to this day still does not carry any Fox Sports any anything um, right now. So, which that was the big, the big one. And now it, cause the whole safe haven was Hulu with live TV. Cause they just came out like not that long after that, or like right around that same time with live TV. And they were like the whole safe haven with that. So if you had dish, you could go and since you probably had Hulu too, if you just paid like an extra, like. Well, like an extra 20, you could get Fox Sports Midwest. Great, whatever. And then YouTube TV was also a big haven with that as well. But this time around now, Hulu and YouTube TV are no longer carrying that, uh, those channels, um, which is shitty. So now, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to speak for the Blues uh, area. Uh, of things uh, if you want to look and see what um, cable companies will have your team you can go to uh, I'll put it in the show notes as well getmyhometeams.com they changed the website from keep my home teams to get them because they lost them so it's getmyhometeams.com is where you find on their website all of their excuses as to why you you can't get it anymore, and so on and so forth. Um, so, with the frequently asked question, number one is, I can't find my Fox Regional Sports Network on YouTube TV or Hulu Plus Live TV. Why? And their answer is to contractual agreements with Hulu Plus Live TV and YouTube TV to carry the Sinclair-owned Fox regional sports networks expired September 30th and October 22nd, 2020, respectively. Despite working tirelessly to find a deal, Sinclair was not able to reach an agreement that allowed Fox RSNs to stay on these streaming TV providers. Hulu and YouTube claim to care about sports fans and to be the quote-unquote home of live sports, but they refused to pay fair market prices to carry the Fox RSNs, leaving viewers and fans of 44-plus MLB, NBA, and NHL teams across the country high and dry. Sinclair regrets the inconvenience and frustration this is causing the Hulu plus live TV and YouTube TV subscribers who want to continue to watch their hometown teams that air on the Fox RSNs and wants to remind viewers that these channels are widely available on other services across the country. So, once again, it's an instance of we, number one, should not have 
to put up with this shit. I know it's a first world problem, alright? This is a very glaring first world problem. I know there's a, a lot of other bigger problems we should be focusing on on this, on this planet, but... As we are in the first world... Not to say that this is... This is an important issue. I'm just saying, if you're paying hard, your hard-earned money... Alright, especially after when Dish dropped you, and you probably are those people that have Dish and whatever, that switched, or in a, or in a spot to where, yeah, you could get rid of Dish, because they're not your ISP, or your internet service provider, so you go to Hulu, or YouTube, to get these channels, right? Alright, cool. Like myself, uh, I mean, I use... Along with a lot of other people, YouTube TV allows you to have multiple people in your family group uh, use the service. And you can use, I want to say, you can have like up to three screens at a time. Um, which I was I was using um, my parents' since before uh, they used to have Spectrum. So Spectrum is one of the, uh, the providers that still has Fox Sports. Uh, Midwest and um, other channels if you have Spectrum in your area. Um, which, in the St. Louis area, they have eight for streaming, you only have AT, AT&T TV and AT&T TV Now, which I want to... I don't know if that's a rebranded um, version of uh, DirecTV Now, uh, which was DirecTV's um, streaming service that they had for TV if you didn't want to get the, the satellite par- portion of it, which DirecTV also carries it. I don't know what the hell Grafton Technologies, Hometel Entertainment Incorporated, or Skitter Cable TV Incorporated are, but they carry them apparently uh, instead of big, uh, you know, corporate conglomerates. But, which also... Uh, which I'm not going to get into. Uh, yeah, Inspection carries it, and whatever the hell Yandu Broadband LLC is, but they uh, carry them as well. But, um, with that said, um, but yeah, when they had Spectrum, when I wanted to watch the games, since you couldn't do that same thing with the whole uh, sharing uh, of the, the screens wherever you w- want to play it, um, since it was since Spectrum wasn't a app-based cable provider, if I wanted to watch the Blues games, I would just get the Fox Sports uh, Fox Sports Go app and just log in with their credentials and watch the games that way. Because you might be quick to a- ask yourself, oh, uh, or ask me, but wait, isn't NHL um, NHL TV? Uh, couldn't you just subscribe to that and, uh, watch your games? <laughs> yeah, um, no. Actually, no. Which is an- another thing that I find kind of interesting. I don't know if it's just a contract with those, uh, those channels, those regional sports networks, or whatever, but, um, uh, which it surely is for NBC, at least for us in America, I want to say, I want to say in Canada you're allowed to, even if you're in your net in your own quote unquote blackout zone, 
um, you're able to watch your team on uh, NHL.TV. But in America, you can't. So if I... So if for example, if I have... Which I... I am a NHL.TV subscriber because I like watching... I still watch my Golden Knights, Arizona Coyotes, Dallas Stars, so on and so forth. But... If I want to watch... If the Blues play anybody in the NHL and I want to watch that game, I can't because it's a blackout game. Because it's on any other provider in my area so they don't let me watch it. Even though I paid... the. With my discount, uh, like ninety dollars a year for um, NHL at TV. Even though, yes, I get access to all thirty other NHL teams, but if my St. Louis Blues versus any of those guys, I cannot watch that game, and I have to watch any of the all the other ones. I know it's such a horrible thing, but it's just. It sucks. I really wish that they'd get... If It would be... It would be a wake-up call for sure for those regional sports networks if they were to lift the blackout uh, thing and allow you to be like, hey, if your, team, if your provider does not have the games, well, guess what? We'll circumvent it for you and we'll do that. But... I want to say that the the RSNs they want those views coming straight through their channels and not through a proxy being NHL.TV so that's why we have the blackouts which I just I, I, I don't know I just find it just absolutely mind-numbing that this is an issue now I'm thankful that the first, probably first couple, like I'd say probably the first 10, 15 games or so of the season, yeah, give or take, I'll be able to watch regardless on YouTube.tv because if you're out of the country and you have NHL.tv, it don't matter about blackouts because you get to watch everything. Because RSNs don't have any play outside of the United States. So I'm good here. But the second I come back home, it's an issue. And I ain't going to like it, for sure. And I know everyone else listening to this ain't going to ha- you know, like it either. Unless you are one of those lucky few that have DirecTV or Spectrum or anything else AT&T wants to serve you. But... Or any other service that's in your local area, depending on where you live in the America. Um, but yeah, this this has been an issue since November of 2019, and it's 2021, and it's still an issue. I don't care. I genuinely don't give a rat's ass if it's legitimately if it's legitimately Hulu or YouTube trying to be like trying to nickel and dime freaking Sinclair freaking group being like yeah we don't want to pay what you're asking us to pay to carry your network but at the same time or if it's the Fox Sports being like hey you know even though they're actually worth this much we want this much like 
I'm just saying. I if I have to, if I have to, I will, I will get cable again. If I have to, I don't want to, but I will if I have to, even if it's for legitimately five minutes. And legitimately, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if it comes to the fact that if it comes down to, because my work when I get back will have. They have Spectrum, so I'll be able to watch it at work anyway, um, as long as, you know, there's no emergencies or anything like that, and everything's all good and dandy. But, I'm off time. If that means I have to go to the bar every time I want to watch the game, then by all, by, by, by all means, I'll, I'll do it. I mean, that just means that those, RS, those RSNs are making me more, you know, of an alcoholic than I already am. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean... But hey, you know, it is what it is. But well, just a shitty thing that it is what it is because it shouldn't be, a, it shouldn't even be an issue. And I'm not gonna, and I'm, and I, I'm not, not to take anything away from people that use those sites that get, you know, get the games for free and whatever. Uh, you know, not to talk shit about that because you, you do what you do. But that's not my speed. I don't like to have to do that sort of thing. Kind of like to get what I pay for. Even though, I mean, yeah, I'm not paying for YouTube TV. Well, I guess I kind of am because I'm giving up, you know, other services for that. But, you know, I, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But that's, you know, personal thing. But with that said, level-headedly breathing about this, I don't want to make... A fourth episode of talking about this shit. I don't want to do it. I've been screaming about this for a little over a year now. I don't want to have to do it again. So please. YouTube TV. Hulu. Dish. Please. Pretty, 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 please. Just get your shit together. Work them out with them. And Fox Sports, same with you. Freaking work it out with these networks to get this shit going. Please. It should not be that hard. It really shouldn't. And I was all about, since the NHL, at least in the U.S., I don't know if they've gotten their new TV deal yet, but I know it's up very soon if, if it hasn't came up already. But the national channel is up for grabs. And I don't know. I'm pretty sure that Sinclair Group does not have anything to do, even though, yes, they have the Fox Sports networks, you know, under their umbrella. I don't, I'm pretty sure that they don't actually have anything to do with the Fox channel itself or like FS1, FS2, stuff like that. And I was like really hoping that NBC kind of loses out on their, uh, their contract and Fox picks it up. Or hell, ESPN pick up the damn national ticket. I, I like, why not? But. These regional networks are like the the big thing. 
the, like they're bigger than the national thing because it's for those that actually watch these teams, you know, that need them the most. So please just figure their shit out, please. I greatly appreciate it. But lastly, I'm going to end it off with a, with a happy note. Um, it's the appreciation portion of the uh, episode. Um, as I mentioned, this is the first anniversary of the pod. Uh, started this January 4th, 2020. As shit as it was, it did birth a uh, podcast I've grown to really love doing. Uh, I've done 65 of these episodes. Um, and it all started with, you know, when I was, um, getting ready to leave my base that I was at, at in New Mexico. Um, so because of that, I started packing up and, uh, I packed up my studio. It was all packed up, ready to move out. And, uh, so I couldn't make YouTube videos, but I still wanted to make some sort of, uh, content. So then I was like, you know, I was wanting to start a podcast, although, yes, I would love to have another person to do this with. Um, I don't know if it's because I just genuinely, like, I haven't really fully on, full on pursued it uh, of getting a second person on the, on the pod because I don't know if it's because I don't really work well with others or... Or what? Or just things just haven't really... Well, a lot... Well, main reason is... Uh, a lot of things just haven't, you know... Came in the fruition... Like, lined up perfectly for that to happen. Um, but... Uh, having an episode or two with... Uh, the only other person that's been on the pod... Oh, uh, my friend Nolan... Who's currently at my uh, my base I used to be at uh, in New Mexico... Uh, doing an episode that I actually put on the YouTube channel too, which you can watch on there if you want. Um, with Zoom, it, it came out pretty well, so uh, I might be looking once I get back uh, for season three of the pod to actually maybe potentially or season four. Uh, I'd imagine to have a perennial person uh, to be alongside me on this pod. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, it's to be seen. But we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. But um, so over the years, uh, well, not over the years because it's only been a year. Um, I have, I mean, yeah. Listen, to be honest, yeah, listenership's been a little, you know, sporadic. Like it'll go like big gob of listeners and then down and up and down, up and down, up and down, and then around August, it uh, took a absolute nose. Not dive downward, but nose dive upward, like straight up, and then just went straight down and then back to normal, uh, up and down. But I mean, I know with me leaving the states, coming over uh, overseas for the uh, half a year, have been gone. Um, the um, yeah, episodes have been you know up, you know in and out, you know, there'd be times where I put them out and then, uh, stops off a little bit. I mean, and it's also plagued the, the YouTube channel for a while. I mean, I haven't really been able to get some roots down and actually get some traction. Cause it seems like every time I get 
some sort of momentum, like something happens, and then I have to stop, and then have to slowly build that momentum back up, and then when stuff st- uh, starts to seem like it's going on a good roll, and it just something happens, stops, and goes back on again. Um, first was I got the orders, so then I stopped the, the YouTube channel, and then started the pod, and then freaking COVID hit, and then s- stopped the... Uh, Stop talkie. So then, both the YouTube channel and the and the and the podcast actually had a little uh, was faltering, and then that happened. And then I came over here and overseas, and the YouTube channel has been absolutely just stopped. Other than like the one episode, one or two episodes I put out on there since I've been here, I ha- there's been nothing going on on there uh, on the YouTube channel and the podcast. Um, you know, start to pick back up, and then going, 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 and it isn't gonna stop this time. Uh, at least I'm gonna try to not make it a big old drop off because after this episode, I probably have maybe one or two more episodes while I'm here, and then you probably won't hear from me on uh, again after that until I'm back home. So, um, but yeah, I mean, me coming home, I don't know, I, I genuinely do not know, um, a concrete time on when I'm coming back, um, but all I know is with the movement, um, and uncertainty of things, I will at least give you at least one more episode or maybe two, depending on traffic, on signings, and so on and so forth. Um, after this episode, and then uh, from there, um, which for the yeah for this season there might be one more episode, and then after that season three starts when uh, se- the new NHL season starts. So um, I'm excited for that. Uh, also, when it comes to the growth of the channel. Um, went multinational. Um, having a, st- a strength, or well, 96% of the listeners, uh, surprise, surprise, in the United States. Um, for whatever reason, Ireland has some interest in us, um, uh, and me here. So, um, thank you if you're from Ireland listening in. Um, have held that 1% very strongly, <laughs> has not wavered. Um, Canada needs to, you need to pick it up, God, freaking, pick it up. Uh, I mean, all all kidding aside, I, I mean, regardless, I, I do appreciate anyone in Canada listening. Um, which in Canada, um, being wow, a lot more people before it used to just be Ontario and British Columbia, but now we are thirty seven percent in uh, Quebec or Quebec, however you want to call it, uh, Alberta. Freaking respect, Alberta, uh, British Columbia, Ontario, and the Northwest Territories. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, thank you for that. Um, also, we have the Netherlands as well, Germany, uh, the United Kingdom, uh, New Zealand, Denmark, Romania, uh, and Sweden. As well, so uh, we, we got a lot of uh, European countries in here as well. Um, 
in the United States, uh, for whatever reason, uh, do not know, but um, California has some sort of love affair with the pod. Um, as I say, thank you for that. Um, because, ironically, oh, not ironically, but interestingly, uh, Oakland is who uh, is number one uh, when it comes to uh, California is who's listening to this podcast. Although, to say, oh yeah, 97% in Oakland and then 1% in Mountain View. So I want to say that that's around the San Jose Sharks area, if I'm right or wrong on that. Um, and as of late, Ohio just took an absolute big step on the uh, listener uh, group, which I appreciate that. Um, 93% of that being uh, from Columbus, Ohio. So, Blue Jackets fans, thank you very much. Uh, like where your team's going. Hopefully, you guys uh, build up from there. Uh, Washington, Seattle, uh, with, you know, I guess their uh, fans in Seattle are uh, getting ready for the uh, Seattle Kraken to join the league, as am I. Um, so if you're from Seattle and you're getting ready for your Kraken to go, uh, don't get your hopes up on getting anyone too special. Um, hopefully people learn their lesson from uh, Vegas uh, and their draft. Uh, home sweet home, Missouri, 6%. St. Louis Blues, 41 uh, St. Louis area, 41%. Belton, out in the Kansas City side of the state, 23%. Uh, Arnold, which is in the... Southern part of St. Louis area, uh, 20%. Kansas City, hell yeah, 6%. Columbia, Columbia, uh, Mizzou Town, uh, 4%. Uh, City of St. Peter's, which is also in the St. Louis area, 2%. And then I don't know where Cole Camp is, but thank you uh, for your listenership. Uh, Virginia, also interesting enough. Uh, Washington, Virginia, do not know where that is, but I appreciate your, uh, your patronage. Uh, Illinois, as much shit as I give that state, by God, do I give a lot of shit to that state. Um, do appreciate uh, the listenership. Uh, for the longest time, the Chicago area being Oswego, uh, Chicago. Um, I want to say Rockford. Yeah, Rockford's also in there. Um, have been perennial, like the big fish of uh, the listenership for them. Uh, Belleville has um, really uh, taken up. Uh, that uh, mantle, although that's also in the St. Louis area as well, um, Granite City, so on and so forth, and uh, not, I mean, I'm not going to go through every single one, but one more, uh, giving a shout out to Texas, and then my Dallas Stars fans out there, 65% of uh, Dallas and 11% Arlington uh, listenership, uh, so once again, uh, I want to say, I'm in, yeah, 39 of the 50 uh, states um, of America uh, I once again I cannot stress how appreciative I am of the uh, support that I get negative or positive I get for this podcast because um, yeah and I also say thank you for the negative stuff because you know the negative I know I 
will come out straight up and say, I do not necessarily take negative criticism very well, but I have learned and I am learning to genuinely take negative criticism and try to make that into a more of a like not as you know hate speech or anything like that but more or less um a being like hey I appreciate what you do or at least I'm liking where you what you're doing but you could be doing this better and take taking it as constructive criticism instead of straight up just being nasty which a lot of people are honestly you know and it is what it is I mean the internet especially in an internet age when people you know say stuff behind the screen and they can say whatever they want and not get any repercussions for it because they don't have someone you know that's staring them through their soul and asking them to say it through their face but you know I, I'll take it as it is and um, I, I do look for 2021 to be you know a real turning point for both the podcast and the uh, YouTube channel once I get those you know going full steam ahead into this year uh, I do look for this to be the biggest year uh, of all for this pod especially since I'll be home I'll actually be, you know, on the ground going to these games, whether it be me going to the Blues games, whether it be me, be me traveling to Dallas if I have to, whether it be traveling to freaking Sunrise, Florida if I have to, to the Florida Panthers since and show up to the games since people say that they don't have fans. I'll go. Freaking go to Arizona. I'll go to the Coyotes. Wear, wear my Kachina jersey, you know, loud and proud. I have to also bucket list to go to Vegas and see the Vegas Golden Knights finally I have seen the Vegas Golden Knights play before but they played the Blues and we beat them thank you Um, but I do plan on watching Vegas play you know not against the Blues preferably um, which they'll have like seven other teams that they can play against but um, but yeah to not go any longer, once again, I appreciate every single one of you that listens to this, for better or worse. Uh, I, once again, I will uh, strive to make this even better than it already is. Um, and hopefully, uh, 2021 will be an absolute bang-up year uh, for me, for the pod, for the YouTube channel, for everybody. Because um, 2020 was an absolute garbage year. And uh, I'm really hoping that 2021 will be just that much better. But, um, but yeah. But, yeah. Rate and subscribe on your uh, favorite podcasting service, whatever that may be, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, you you know, whatever uh, you like to listen to this on. Um, this has been the Blade Hockey Podcast, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you very much.